Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and today, the NFL season is done. At least for now, we'll be talking more NFL because we always do on Betting Pros because there's always a lot to wager on. There's even 2024 Super Bowl odds already up there. I've got lots of feelings about that, but there's also spring football. There's also the XFL, and we're going to talk about that today with our good friend Kevin Coleman from Football Guys. He's joining us, and we're going to break down uh, the teams and what they look like in terms of some of the odds here to win the uh, the Rebirth 3.0, if I'm keeping track in my head correctly, of the XFL. And Kevin, I'm so happy you're here joining us today. And, uh, you know, when we're looking at spring football. I'm somebody that wants spring football to work. I remember pre-pandemic. I was enjoying these XFL games. I thought some of the wrinkles and some of the rules were really cool and I enjoyed them. So for you, do you think 3.0 is the version that might actually stick this time? I hope so. I had a lot of fun watching it. Like the Battle Hawks, that was awesome. Yeah. St. Louis getting a team and they were doing it. And then uh, the DC Defenders uh, drinking the beers and putting them in stacks and just having fun with it. And uh, and then also like the, the hearing like the challenge stuff. Remember when they would do that? They talk about what they saw and like going through. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of fun with it. But I mean, it all comes down to quarterback play. I think that's the will it stick because the quarterback's yeah. got to be at least somewhat kind of good. And that's the that's the biggest problem. I was a, a very small lad during the uh, end of days of the USFL, but I remember it. I do remember it. And that's coming back too. And we'll probably end up talking yeah. about that at some point too. But, you know, there is a place for spring football league. You're right, though. I think it's all about the quarterback play and can you get enough guys there? And hey, PJ Walker was a guy that uh, played spring football and he played some games the last couple of years here for Carolina Panthers last time <laughs> I uh, I checked. So uh, let's break things down. And as always, the show is brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Make sure you go download that BetMGM app now and start your wagering. And don't forget about the Daily Juice. It's on every single day with Matt Peralt. So subscribe to Betting Pros wherever you get your pods. And check out our YouTube channel here, right here, BettingPros, YouTube.com slash BettingPros. Subscribe today, like, and share. And let's share this. Let's start with those Battle Hawks. They are at plus 425 on the board here on bettingpros.com. Now, they're the favorites to win the title for the XFL. And uh, looking at this team right now, it's coached by former Jets tight end Anthony Becht, who's also somebody I remember from my youth. And uh, look, they actually have an experienced quarterback. They have A.J. McCarron. He won uh, a national championship with Alabama. He was not deemed necessarily an NFL-level quarterback. But McCarron is kind of seen as the guy who is the most experienced, the, the most savvy, and when you're looking at the Battle Hawks, is that enough here to make them the favorites and a good wager plus 425? Yeah, I'm out on this one to Joe, to be honest okay. with you. Because when, when you're looking at this, so first of all, I look at their offensive line. So when you're breaking it down this, some guys do great work on this. And their offensive line, like their starting center, they had to convert from defensive line. So their defensive lineman was like, hey, we're just going to pop you over to mm-hmm. center. And that's not a position to be like, yeah, let's just kind of let's try out the D lineman. And that's kind of what you get with the XFL sometimes. So that's going to be part of it. Um, they also so they also have um, the most tight ends on any roster. So, you know, what Anthony Beck and these guys are going to do. It's kind of ground and pound. They have Brian Hill, Mateo Durant used to play at Duke. Uh, so it's going to be kind of that pro style type offense that you like to see. And that's probably what they're going to build around McCarron. But the problem is in these leagues, when you're looking at historically who wins these things, it's not an offense like that. And so you already have kind of like you, you like the spread, you like the, the scoring and those type of things really elevate teams in this kind of a league. And I just don't see that offensive line. I think that offensive line is going to be a problem. And I think when you're looking at the team overall, like 425 is still okay odds, but I, I think there's better teams and I don't know where they're getting them as the favorites. Well, you're getting some really fun odds on a lot of these. So for yeah. those people who are saying XFL, 
I don't know if I could care about that. You put a unit or two on some of these teams. Trust mm-hmm. me, you're going to start to care about it. So let's see if I can tempt Kevin Coleman with the next one here, which is the Seattle Sea Dragons, former uh, NFL coach Jim Hazlitt uh, and June Jones, the OC. Now, he was Houston's uh, OC previously with P.J. Walker. Just kind of put that all together for everybody. Uh, they were 5-0 and last time we had them out there in the Sea Dragons. Uh, are the team, uh, the second lowest odds here, which is at plus 443. Again, Jones was the guy who was, you know, the OC there. People thought he would get a coaching job. He did not. He ended up becoming OC of the Seattle team instead. Uh, ben DiNucci, Steven Montez. Now, DiNucci, you know, from the NFL, for those of us in the fantasy circles, too. We remember, you know, the Paisan going out there playing a little quarterback here and there in the NFL. Uh, Montez certainly can get out there and make some things happen with his legs. DiNucci, a little bit more of the pocket passer. Uh, type uh, we saw him last time with the Dallas Cowboys uh, so we're looking at the Seattle Sea Dragons are they the team to invest in at plus 443 this is actually a fun little bet here I, I'm a Cowboy fan though unfortunately so I've watched Ben DiNucci so you've seen so a little try, Ben DiNucci over I'm gonna the years. try to yeah. yeah I'm gonna try to keep those blinders off on this talk because <laughs> I've watched him play um, but so I did rankings for this show so I went through and did all kinds of, I kind of went a little nuts here I, I put him as my number two quarterback in the league and so I think like I just said quarterback play you need it I think he hey I love June Jones he's so fun to watch just coach and he's going to be slinging it around. Um, and I think that they have a shot. Their offensive line actually ranks and toward the rankings of XFL when they talk about it, uh, top half of the league. So they did a pretty good job there. And our boy Josh Gordon's back. He's playing for him. So what is Josh Gordon going to look like out there? Um, and and, well, and if you and, have a good offensive line, do you think they play more of Ben DiNucci potentially? Or do they probably mix in both quarterbacks and try to get uh steven montez out there in space a little bit maybe some design run plays for him and try to utilize both these guys you think they're probably just going to stick with the one it's so weird because with montez like he's had some success in these type of leagues too so you're like hmm i I wonder how they're gonna do i think that is like the first couple weeks they will kind of do a kind of rotation type thing i think they're both gonna get involved and see how it goes i think ben kind of fits the offense a little bit better in terms of what he can probably sling it around and get it to guys um and and quick reads and those type of things because ben did do that when you're looking at it like overall i know his nfl didn't look as good but i think that they fit like they drafted pretty well to what their system's supposed to be and and so i i like this kind of offense and plus 443 or whatever it's at that's not a bad bet no i mean anything four to one already is kind of fun here like i said you could take two of these here you could take one of these top dogs maybe and then maybe take a little long shot i'm gonna keep digging in here with kevin and trying to get uh where he's gonna put his money because that's where i want to put it it's coming Uh, it's coming soon i feel like we're i feel like we're building to it i'm very excited for this and i'm a man of my word i always say you know i'm betting along with you this is the whole point of the show here we're trying to all make money together Arlington Renegades plus 525. Now, one of the teams that can make a lot of noise early on this season is possibly the Renegades because Bob Stoops uh, likely going to start Kyle Slaughter, it seems like, over uh, Drew Plitt. Uh, and Slaughter was a starting quarterback for USFL's New Orleans Breakers uh, in 2022. And again, experience level, we talk about that being important at quarterback here. Um, he did throw 11 picks, so turnovers are a problem. Is this the quarterback coach? situation here with Bob Stoops, who, you know, I mean, that's a very familiar name to anybody who's watched football in the last 30 years. So do you think that the Renegades are the team possibly a plus 525 to put some money on? 
Um, this one's a tough one because when you just look at overall talent, like they don't necessarily have like those guys that stand out. Sal Canella is an interesting receiver that they had because he played with Sloter in the USFL. So when they kind of played together, so you could see them kind of having chemistry right out of the gate. And then I don't remember, I don't know you, I don't know if you know, I know this guy cause I do Debbie and I, and I'm a degenerate, but Tyler Vaughn's was a legit USC wide receiver. This kid was like, he was in some of like the rookie, like the a couple of years I ago. Definitely yeah. remember the name. Yeah. He's out there like you can look for him. And I will say like they have the best offensive line. In my opinion, they have George Moore. He ended up on the NFL season practice squad. He got cut uh, for the Broncos. You have Brian Folkerts. He's got pretty good. He played 28 NFL games. So I think for experience wise on the offensive line, they have the best offensive line there. The defense is pretty solid, too. Um, they talked about their defense, uh, their linebackers, those type of things. So like this is a very just solid team i think like when you look at overall like i don't know if it has a high ceiling um but with stoops there and, and with their co-offensive coordinators hayes and chuck long like they're going to be able to put these guys in the playoffs well that's what i imagine too when you have a coach like stoops you're probably going to see again more of that college level offense do you think that's something that's going to be easier to grasp for some of the personnel you're getting here in these leagues because that's what most of these guys are more familiar with many of these guys did not play in the pros or if they did they had a cup of coffee there whereas the pro style offenses might be a little bit different is the stoops offense something that might be easier to grasp yeah the stoops stoops offense has always been kind of I don't want to say elementary because I don't want Oklahoma fans yell at me, but like it's 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 easier. It's easy to kind of go in there and kind of step in. Um, and, and they're going to break execute it down. Is not a bad yeah. thing. You just got to yeah. execute. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it will be. I mean, and Kyle being there having that experience and all USFL quarterback, like that's what you're looking for. You're looking for experience. You're looking for a team that can be run by that in a league like this and it has commonalities there. And he does have that that connection with his receivers. Like he's played with some. So, I mean, those, those are all things that you like to see early on in this type of league. Next up, we have the San Antonio Brahmas at plus 600. Now, the Brahmas, of course, you know, if you're a fan of The Rock back in the Attitude Era of WWE, you know the Brahma Bowl very well. So this is where they're getting the name from. Heinz Ward is going to be the uh, the brand here, the head coach of this team. Uh, this is one of the teams that was uh, newly created after the 2020 campaign. Now, Kalen Balaj, uh, not necessarily the most effective running back in the NFL, but he is going to be on this squad. So you have some NFL running back talent at the very least. Uh, so what do you make of this Heinz Ward squad with the Brahmas at plus 600? I love Heinz Ward. So I'm, I'm rooting for him uh, just as <laughs> a guy that's watched it. Like I'm a big fan of Heinz. Uh, I think for them, they're, they're the best defensive team in the, in, in, in this league. So when you're looking at like, they were loaded, they have uh, James Herman specializes in linebackers and, and he has that. Like when you're looking at what he's been able to do with linebacking crew, they do that. Well, they got Rico Jeffers uh, from that um, university of Texas stars all over the place in terms of like their linebacking crew. Uh, they have NFL defensive linemen, too. So when you're looking at just overall, like they really built through their defense, which is kind of different than what a lot of teams did in this draft. Um, and then on the other hand, I mean, they do, like you mentioned, they, they have some running back room. They probably had the best running back room um, in terms of just like, hey, experience. Um, I don't know mm -hmm. what they're going to be doing with the quarterback position. So that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause with this team, because um, when you're looking overall, like Jack Cohn is probably the guy. Um, but I don't know, like Jerron Pass is not very good. I, even in, in the college, he was not. Uh, Anthony Russo kind of did like, you know, a little bit. But Jack Cohn from Notre Dame is probably the yeah. guy. They're going to struggle offensively. So that gives me a little pause. But defensively, like this is the best team and probably the XFL. You know, I, I watched Jack Cohn a fair amount at, at Notre Dame. You know, I, I think we'd all agree he has his limitations. But if you give him a clean pocket in a running game, 
I think yes. you might be able to, to sustain just a bit. So, but uh, an interesting quarterback name there. Continuing on here, we've got the Vegas Vipers next at plus 700. Obviously, we're going down the list here as we go, as the odds get greater and greater. Now, the Vegas Vipers, uh, keep an eye on them. Luis Perez has a lot of recent experience. He was starting quarterback in the uh, AAF. Uh, posted solid numbers with the Jersey Generals last year. I completed 71% of his passes for uh, 6.9 yards per attempt with nine touchdowns and one pick. Uh, he's a couple of receivers too. Uh, could the Vegas Vipers offense at plus 700 make a dent here? And could this be a sneaky one on the board? It could be something just happened a few days ago. They picked up Brett Hundley also. So like there's going to be a competition there between Perez and Hundley. So, Hey, if you guys know who Brett Hundley is, you know, he, he, he had some, he had a cup of coffee with the Packers and that, and those that yeah, type of thing. Moments. So, yeah. so he's out there. I mean, and it's so funny. So the, I don't know. This is just fun tip. Cause I know it's XFL. You know, they're the only one with a true fullback on their roster, on their depth chart. Like I found that out. I was like, Oh, but the wow. old school here, here we go. Rod go. Woodson. I like line the old school up. football, get a fullback, you know, <laughs> run the football eye formation. Let's go. Like, I, let's go. I'm all for I, that. I, I wish there was more of that. Cause I feel like in this level of the NFL, uh, you know, defensive backs, especially everything is, you know, everyone's playing the pass. Everyone's in. if you bring a little smash mouth in there once in a while, I think it could be effective. You know, I think it will kind of throw a lot of defenses off who really aren't built for that anymore. Let's be frank. Like that's the money spent in the secondary now. Cause that's what you got to stop. So I'm all for it. So if we're going to see it here with Vegas, like, sign me up, man. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> well, you and me are old, too. So we we grew up on yeah. Lorenzo Neal and Mike Allstott. Like, we grew right. up on those dudes. Oh, those are my Mike dudes, Allstott. man. Those are my guys. Guy. Um, but no, when you go to Vegas, like, uh, dude, they have Martavis Bryant. So, I mean, they have some interesting pieces in Vegas. Like, I, I would not hate, like, this is my second team. So this is a team that I was like, interesting to kind of put some money down on this um, in terms of that. Because they have Bryant, they have Ger um, Geronimo Allison. Like, they actually have some legitimate, mm -hmm. like, pieces on the NFL side there. If Hunley comes in and wins that job, I'd be more interested. So that's something to kind of keep note of. Like, if Hunley can win it, then I'm in. And Allison was there at the same time as Hunley, if memory serves, yeah, too. They I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I'm almost mm -hmm. positive of that for that uh, short period of time. All right, next up, the D.C. Defenders plus 800, currently the most undervalued XFL team. Uh, you have uh, Jordan Tamu, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in USFL last season, uh, despite some bad offensive line play there. You've got him. You've also got uh, Eric Dungy, and you've also got Derek King. So a lot of quarterbacks here in this scenario. Uh, what do you think about the DC defenders at plus 800? There's a huge number here. Even if, you know, we're going to place a little sprinkle here and a little sprinkle there, the defenders somewhere we want to uh, do a little salt Bay action and start sprinkling on. What do you want to do? Uh, uh, this is my team. This is my team. Is judge. I'm taking, I'm is taking Derek King. Is that why? Um, no, I think um, um, Jordan being there too, like coming back and kind of sitting in there. And if King is interesting too, like I think that he has that kind of athleticism. We see these guys like Walker, even Jordan, like these guys have kind of come into these leagues and done those things. Mm -hmm. But I think that they have like the number one overall offensive skill position. So they have Abram Smith. Remember Abram Smith? He was a sleeper last year in fantasy. <laughs> Everybody was picking up yeah. Abram Smith out there in NFL. Um, but right, Cole Armstead. Like he was great until mm -hmm. he got COVID. Like he had those moments where you're like, Hey, and he could step up. Artavius Pierce is also there um, as well. So when you're looking at just their overall roster, like you have to like the running back rooms. And I thought they did a pretty good job of building around, um, you know, jazz uh, Ferguson. He was a Northwestern state guy. He's a young, small school kid. He's really good. Um, just overall, I really like what they've been able to do. Josh Lane years, another guy. Like I like their offense. I love their offensive line. So when I was going through the offensive line rankings, like they have former guys out there from the NFL, they have, depth in this league so i have one thing that they do and the one thing that they highlighted with them is they have some depth and when you're looking at a league mm -hmm. like this injuries can definitely cause some issues but they have that so i'm all aboard uh, i'm all aboard the dc trend 
well, depth is something you really don't have because you're, you know, looking for players that you want to start in the first place. So the downgrade yeah. here is significant. That's something to keep in mind there. Depth could be a very important thing. Uh, but all right. Good look, everybody. DC Defenders circle that plus 800 right now. The consensus line on that one. Uh, Orlando Guardians plus 900. Now, the Guardians have the second longest odds to win the XFL title. Former Florida State QB DeAndre uh, Francois is uh, likely to be the quarterback here. Um, and looking at him here, uh, Steve Spurrier isn't the coach, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so in your opinion here, um, do the guardians even have a shot? They're plus 900. Again, you know, the defenders are pretty low down there. You make a lot of good points for them, but as we get to these last two teams here, the guardians and then the roughnecks next, do you think that the guardians, you know, could surprise you? Do you think this is priced appropriately? Yeah. Don't bet on the guardians. Uh, I, I wouldn't okay. just going through there. They also, they just did it like yesterday. I think it was when I was like that, they picked up Paxton Lynch. Um, so they're, oh, they have like, a, yeah, let's go. They got a quarterback battle as well. Um, and I like Francois, like I always kind of liked him in college, but like, I don't, I can't put money on a Paxton Lynch, Francois, like quarterback room. Um, they didn't do a very good at drafting either. So when I was going through that, like they got a lot of FCS level backs, which is okay, but they didn't really do anything at college either. There's a lot of unsure production receiving wise, probably their best one is Cody Lattimore, but then they moved into tight end right now during the, during the off season or whatever the hell you want to call the off season XFL. Like the last couple of weeks, they showed up at the hotel and then they're like, Hey, you're going to play tight end for us. Um, and then they actually, like, when you're looking at, like, their line, like, it, they literally talked about, like, maybe two or one of the guys should be starters and everybody else is just kind of passion play. So I, I'm a little concerned about the Guardians. Yeah, sounds uh, concerning to me. I'm with you there. Houston Roughnecks, last one, plus 1,000 on the board. Uh, Kurt Benkert was expected to be the starting quarterback, but he decided not to join the league. So it's either going to be uh, Brandon Silvers, Caleb Ellaby, Cole McDonald. Those are the names we're talking about right now. As you mentioned, Kevin, before, it seems like, you know, if you don't have the quarterback play, you're already at a massive deficit here. So the Roughnecks even have a chance or are they the bottom tier of this XFL this year? I don't think they're the bottom tier. I think that they're kind of in. Wade Phillips is out there. I got to give a shout out to my boy, Wade. Wade, Wade yeah. is going out there in the head coach. Um, I, I think that the they're deep at quarterback in terms of just like they have some guys. Cole is a very good quarterback in Hawaii. Like he could sling it at least. Um, Caleb Ellaby, Central Michigan kid, like a Chippewa. He, he did really well too. Like um, I actually like that. I don't know if you got, you remember Max Borgie from Washington State. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the next CMC. <laughs> See, you're um, not the only degenerate around these parts. You see that? Yeah. You know, there's That's plenty why, of company. That's why we vibe. No, and I think like, I think Max Borgie, like him being in there is an interesting kind of play. Like Borgie's one of those guys, like, I don't know what his MVP odds would be, but like, he could be that dude that catches like a hundred balls out of the backfield and just kind of balls out in this kind of offense. Cause like he did with Leach and he's in AJ Smith's kind of offense. It's kind of similar to kind of the same thing. Um, And then we're looking at like that. I just think their wide receiver room is a little, uh, um, I don't mind their offensive line either. So when you're looking overall, like it's interesting. I don't think they're bottom half though, but I mean, the fun odds is a plus a thousand, especially in a league like this. You're like, Hey, maybe I can just jump on this. It's it, there's been worse bets out there. Like you've had some, like if anybody bet Miles Sanders the over last night, like that's a worse bet than Houston roughnecks plus a thousand. Well, luckily I had Isaiah Pacheco to lead uh, in rushing. There so you go. that was a, that was a uh, plus three forty. I think I locked that in. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I mean, you know, Miles Sanders, that was not going to happen. I don't know why anybody thought thought that was going to happen but i digress <laughs> let's get back here uh so just to recap dc defenders plus 800 if you had to have a second team to hedge in who would be the second one yeah if i had a second team to go with i probably i'm gonna go with vegas i think the vegas vipers okay. like i talked about with their defense what they're able to do i do like i do like the receiving room and i think hunley kind of gives them that like interesting kind of 
group. And then I would probably be San Antonio as third, just because that defense. All right. So there you have it. Great stuff here. If you want more XFL questions answered, don't go to me. <laughs> Go to this guy right here. Follow him on Twitter at Boys underscore 22. Again, it's Kevin Coleman from Football Guys. Always great stuff. We've had him on the fantasy show many times here. It's great to get him on the betting show a little bit. Pick his brain about XFL. I appreciate your degenerate ways. I want you to keep on going with them because it's always great. And uh, it's great to have your knowledge here on the program. And don't forget, everybody, make sure you subscribe to Betting Pros wherever you get your pods. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're continuing to do more live streams, more content more betting pros for you it's going to be a great season here in 2023 for this show so make sure you are on board with us and that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for kevin i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids